You are listening to A Bigger Life, a podcast by The Crossing on how to live into God's bigger story. Hi, welcome to A Bigger Life. I'm Dave Cover. I want to look today at Psalm 13. It's a Psalm of David. And he wrote most of the Psalms, and like I've said over and over, he wrote in the context of struggle, fear, uh, anxiety. And so that's why the Psalms have always been a favorite place for God's people to come when we want to pray and connect with God in our emotional state that is usually down, anxious, worried, fearful, and sometimes rejoicing, sometimes excited, sometimes really happy. And the Psalms always remind us, where to put our focus, not on our emotions, whether they're great or whether they're really down. Either place is not a great place to put our focus because, well, one of the things that David says, when riches increase, don't set your heart on them. They're uncertain. And we could say the opposite when it comes to when things are really bad, don't put your heart there because it's temporary. God's in control. We come to Psalm 13 and David is, is, incredibly honest. He says, how long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I take counsel in my soul and have sorrow in my heart all the day? What David is saying here is that he feels alone. He has to take counsel in his own soul. His heart is filled with sorrow. God is hiding his face from him. God has forgotten him. And he's asking, how long is this going to go on? Now, this psalm is inspired by the Holy Spirit. This psalm is a psalm that the Holy Spirit wants in God's prayer book, God's Word. I think one reason is because we all feel this way at times. There are times when we feel like somehow God is not at work in my life. Other people have stories, that's great. How come not me? And what David is doing is being completely honest with God how he feels. This is the the point I want to make. We have to be honest with God with how we feel. There's no good fruit in hiding our emotions from God, because obviously God knows them. And so what's important is for us to verbalize these things. I think if we wanted to put it in the parlance of modern language, if we don't express our emotions, our negative emotions to God, we'll put them in our body and they'll just create physical problems, like David said, his bones are withering away, his strength fails him. If we don't express it, if we don't get it out, if we don't talk about it in an honest way, it's not as if it's going to go away. It's just that we're not taking it to the right place. The right place to take all of our negative emotions is is to God in prayer. And here it obviously sounds like David is complaining, and God seems to say, go ahead, because it's part of his word. God wants us to be honest even in our complaining. And so he comes to verse 3 and he says, Consider and answer me, O Lord, my God. Now what David always does that I think is a really important lesson for us to get, he, he starts off saying his negative emotions. He's honest about it, honest about his sin, honest about his struggles with God. But then he always turns and focuses on who God is. So whether it's confessing sin or making complaints about God being far away, forgetting about him, hiding his face, letting his enemy exalt over him in in verse 2, he always comes to a place 
of, of remembering, focusing on who God is. This is a phrase I've said in the past, but he takes it vertical. He takes his horizontal struggles, his horizontal realities in this world, and he lifts it vertically and takes it to God, and then he focuses on who God is. So let's read verse 3 again. Consider and answer me, O Yahweh, my God, O Lord, my God. Listen to this. Light up my eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. Don't you love the poetry of that? Light up my eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. Lest my enemy say, I have prevailed over him. Lest my foes rejoice because I am shaken. Light up my eyes. I love the poetry of that because if we think about it, if we let our imagination focus in on these illustrative words, words that are, that are powerful in imagery, light up my eyes is a, is a great way to say it. Light up my eyes, O Lord, my God. Pour out your spirit on me. Pour out your truth in my heart. Pour out your life in me, your joy in me, and light up my eyes lest I sleep the sleep of death. I think these are the kinds of prayers that are examples to me of the kind of meditation God wants me to do. And I think these Psalms are a great place to do it. Verse 5 says, But I have trusted in your steadfast love. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. Now that's the end of the Psalm. It's a little six verse Psalm. And it's just a quick prayer that starts off saying, where are you, God? How long will you hide your face from me? And then he sort of turns and says, God, unless you light up my eyes, I'm just going to die. I'm going to darken into a sleep. I'm going to go down and be nothing. Consider and answer me, Yahweh, the I am. Consider and answer me, oh my God. Light up my eyes. But I have trusted in your steadfast love. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. These are powerful sentences. And I think it's really great for us to learn to slow down and begin to internalize these kinds of phrases as normal parts of our prayer life. The kinds of phrases we read over and over in the Psalms that I, that I try to always, in a sense, bring up in my vocabulary whenever I'm praying to God. I have trusted in your steadfast love. I trust. I rely in your steadfast love. My heart shall rejoice. I shall be joyful. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. I bring in other psalms sometimes that I, so, you know, in, in times of disappointment, in times of worry, in times where I'm tempted to feel like God has forgotten me because my circumstances are so lonely or so anxious or fear, fearful or worrisome or just, you know, full of darkness in some way, the light is gone and I need God to light up my eyes because the darkness is overwhelming me. When I come to these moments where I'm facing temptation or any of these things, these kinds of phrases, I trust in your steadfast love. I rejoice in your salvation. I'd rather, I'd rather have your steadfast love than continue to give in to this temptation or continue to go down this path of anxiety and worry. I'd rather trust in your steadfast love. I'd rather have your salvation 
because apart from you, there is no good. I'd rather have your salvation because in your presence is fullness of joy, Psalm 16. I'd rather have your salvation because at your right hand are pleasures forever. Uh, Let's go ahead and do that now. I've talked about this psalm enough. You can read it in the show notes. And I'm just going to go ahead and guide us in a time of doing what David does and just meditating on these powerful word images in prayer and expressing them in prayer to God. Let, let me lead you to do that now. Oh, Lord, my God, you are Yahweh. You are the I am. You are the eternal one. And you are my God. You are my God because I look to you as my security. I look to you for my salvation. I look to you for my life. You are my God because I want to trust in you more than anything else for my joy. I want to trust in you more than anything else for my fulfillment, my life, my happiness. You are my God. Over and over in your scriptures, you promise that you are my God. That you are my God means that you are committed to me forever because you are forever. You are the I am. You are my God, which means there will never be a time when you are not my God. Light up my eyes. Pour out your Holy Spirit on me, your spirit that gives life, your spirit that spoke light in Genesis 1, your spirit that gives the light of the glory of God in the face of Christ into my heart. Light up my eyes with your glory, with your presence. Light up my eyes with your truth, the promise of your presence with me right now because you are the I am and you are present with me 100% right now. Light up my eyes because I have trusted, I trust, I trust in your steadfast love. Your love that is never anything short of steadfast. You are always steadfast, intent, intentional, intense, infinite in your love for me. Your love for me is steadfast, and so I trust you. I rely on you. I believe you. I look to you because your love is steadfast. Only your love is steadfast. And only your love is the love that my soul has always sought after and needs and will live in forever because you are forever my God. So I trust, I lean on, I rest in, I rely on your steadfast love for me. My heart shall rejoice, be joyful, exult in your salvation. Because you are my salvation. You are the one who will bring restoration to my life and resurrection, just like Jesus. You are my salvation. You are the one who will bring resurrection in this whole world. You are my good, and there is no good apart from you. You are my joy, and there is no joy apart from you, because at your right hand, in your presence, is fullness of joy. Jesus said he came, that his joy would be in me, that my joy would be complete. 
you are my salvation. You are my joy. You are my good. You are my pleasure forevermore, Psalm 1611 says. Only in your will is there true salvation, true pleasure, true joy, true good. And I'd rather have your steadfast love than any false short-term promise of sin and temptation. I'd rather have your steadfast love than whatever it is I'm worried about losing, whatever it is I'm anxious about not happening, whatever it is that I'm fearful might happen. I'd rather have your steadfast love forever. I'd rather have your salvation. I'd rather have your salvation than anything else that I'm pursuing in this world and this life because your salvation is truly what my soul has always longed for. Your salvation is forever on a renewed earth, resurrected body forever because you are the forever God who is my God forever. Oh, Yahweh, the I am, the eternal one. I trust in your steadfast love. I rejoice in your salvation in Christ for me. And I will sing to Yahweh. I will sing to the I am because you are the source of life. You are the source of all good. You are the source of all love. You are the source of all joy. And I trust in you. I submit to you because you have dealt bountifully with me. As the last verse David says, it's interesting. He starts this whole thing. How long, O Lord? Will you hide from me forever? Forget me forever? And he ends by saying, you have dealt bountifully with me. You, God, the I am, you have dealt bountifully with me in ways I have no idea by becoming human in the person of Jesus, suffering, dying, breaking through the other side of death for me, rising from the dead for me, so that I can break through the other side of death and rise from the dead and rise from the dust and the death and the thorns and the thistles of this exiled world and come to life on your renewed earth in a resurrected body, rejoicing that you are my salvation. You are my God. You wipe away every tear from my eye and you are my God forever because you are the forever God who has committed to be my God forever and you are my salvation and I trust in your steadfast love, and you are my exceeding joy, and you are my pleasure forevermore, and you are my only good, and you have dealt bountifully, abundantly with me. You're the only future I have. You're the only thing I, only one I can trust that will deliver on your promise. So whatever I fear losing, whatever I fear not happening, whatever I fear happening, whatever I'm worried about, you are my good. You are my steadfast love. And I trust in you. You have dealt bountifully with me, and therefore you will deal bountifully with me forever. Light up my eyes with these truths, God, so that I can walk before God in the light of of life. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to A Bigger Life, a podcast of The Crossing, a church in Columbia, Missouri. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and give it a rating 
so people can find this content more easily or consider texting it to a friend or posting it on social media. Thanks for listening.